Hello everyone. Uh, welcome to the second episode of The Science Shed. Um, hopefully you enjoyed the first. Uh, it's Steve here um, with a little bit of a preamble um, about what the podcast is going to be. So The Science Shed is going to be released every other week uh, on a Sunday with the exception of this week when you get one every week. We're doing a double bill to kind of kick it off. So hopefully you enjoy it. Um, if you like it, please subscribe to us on uh, social social uh, media. Uh, we're on SoundCloud. We're also available on iTunes. Uh, we also uh, have Twitter accounts. So I'm uh, Steve the Chemist at Twitter, and Nick is uh, the Evans Lab. So say hello. Uh, tell us what you think. Tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Um, this week, the podcast uh, w is a is a ramble um, between Nick and I and myself that we recorded about uh, a week ago. Uh, we were talking about things like me getting stopped by the police when I first moved to uh, Menlo Park as a postdoctoral researcher um, at Stanford University. Um, we also speak about using uh, embryonic stem cells to uh, uh, to grow human organs in pigs, which is quite exciting. And the most important uh, bit, uh, which is what's annoying Nick, which I think is the only reason anyone really, really tunes in. So uh, hopefully you liked it um, and uh, enjoy. All right, bye. Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Combustion. Why Do We Need, Petrich, Oscar, Bay. Isaac, Transplanting. Hello, welcome, another podcast, uh, I'm Nick. And I'm Steve. Yeah, and welcome to our, our new um, science podcast. Yeah, the Science Shed. And a Is that That's what we're going to call it. When did that get decided? Well, very. it was about ten minutes ago, I think. Oh, yeah, I'd forgotten already. Yeah, so the science had an irreverent ramble through the undergrowth of academia. Great. I'm looking forward to that adventure. So am I. So am yeah. I. Well, we had some problems naming our podcast, didn't we, Steve? We did. We did, Nick. Because so some, some people... Some people. You're going to say something else then, aren't you? Our original name. Are we allowed to swear on these? Let yeah, I think so. We can swear. Totally. All right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swear. I'm going to swear, but I'm going to swear less so than I do in my everyday life. Okay. Is that okay with you? Oh, so about fifty percent as much swearing. Anyway, those bastards, <laughs> right? They they stole our name. They stole it from us in the past before we'd even thought about it. Yeah, so we should just introduce ourselves, maybe, to for, for all the li the new listeners. Oh, yeah, well, I already did. I'm Nick. Oh, and I'm Steve. But, <laughs> uh, but no, so we're uh, we're two scientists. We're two academic scientists, uh, and we're trying to start a new science podcast. Um, and to do that, you have to think of a name, and that's that, that involves brainstorming. So we had to brainstorm, didn't we? Nick? We've been brainstorming for, I reckon, for about two months. <laughs> brainstorming, <laughs> and we came, we've come up with Science Shed. That's all we've done. Oh, we had another one before, didn't we? We came up with lots of other ideas of names between us, and neither of us liked each other's names. Like I had um, Science Detritus, Science Mulch. Yeah, and I you didn't had like that. I had uh, Sciencio, which Sciencio. I quite like. Sciencio. That yeah. sounds so pretentious. I know. But I just was trying to make it science-related. But we have got that now. We've got the science shed. Yeah. And then we, s we settled on slackademia, we should say. So we thought we were really smart. But, you know. Like yeah, those bastards. They stole our name. Yeah, like most, most of my good ideas, other people have thought of it already. Yeah. Anyway. But um, I think, you know, I think our name is good. It's yeah. solid. It's something to work the from. Sh the shed. The science shed. We're in the shed. We're doing science. We're, we're not really in the shed, though, Steve, are no, we? No, we're in my flat. <laughs> 
<laughs> Don't so tell yeah. them. No, no, we should tell them. We should put like shed noises over the top of this. Uh, we could do that. Yeah, because like I've saws. And so I'm learning how to work that piece of software thing right. that we're using. I can't remember what it's called now. Um, uh, <laughs> Audacity. Audacity. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. So we're, we're learning how to use that at the moment. And I'm sure there's ample opportunity to put sound effects over the top. Mm. Well, anyway, we should just welcome everyone. So welcome everyone to the new to the new podcast and hopefully this will be one of many uh, in the future we've already recorded a few so this is actually we'll, what for the listeners what they'll be listening to next is actually in the past for us they'll hear yeah. us in the past we've got a bit of a backlog haven't we Steve? yeah yeah but that's good that's a good <laughs> problem to have it's like it's almost like my scientific career everything's <laughs> just blocked up exactly it's like i've gone to the toilet and it was too big and i didn't flush the chain quickly enough and now everything's just stuck in the periphery, and I can't get rid of it. And that's kind of like what's happened with our podcast. Exactly. Kind of like a big turd that won't flush. A big turd that <laughs> won't flush. That, maybe that should be the uh, the uh, title, the the subtitle. Subtitle, maybe, perhaps. Yeah. Well, that's good. Let's get on with it, Steve. Hooray! So it's nice to be here, Steve, in Cambridge. We're back. In uh, Cambridge is a weird... Podcast number... Three? Three, Four, yeah. Five, it could we be can three. just cut that. <laughs> whichever whichever <laughs> it happens to be. Yeah, so uh, I'm, in, I'm in Cambridge, ostensibly to do some like proper work, Steve. Yeah, we're actually we're writing a paper, aren't we, Nick? We've been trying to. Yeah. How, how long have we been trying to write one of them? <laughs> a, a while. <laughs> so uh, Steve and I, we, we met in 2009. That's an amazing amount of time that's gone since then feels like I met you only yesterday. In the past. Darling Steve. Yeah, I remember when we met. I do. It was across, it was across a, oh my God. I remember it was across a room when we were doing some kind of induction. boring induction. And there was a guy there who was from Manchester. He was, but he, he had, had an American, American Exactly. Accent. Yeah, he said, he said um, the T he did with D. So he's saying like a city. and Yeah. yeah. But it was weird because you were there um, and we were the, I think we were the only English people or British people in the room apart from him. And um, that's right. Yeah, and you were asking, you were already at that stage asking him all kinds of sort of obnoxious, obnoxious questions, well, of course, yeah, technicalities you're arguing with him about. I can't help it, Nick. <laughs> I can't help it. I yeah, it yeah. makes me happy inside <laughs> to my deep, deep core. Yeah, but yeah, being a pedant. But I think, and I think that that was like your that was one of your first days at Stanford, and I've not been there very long either. And yeah, but this was Stanford University, just yes, to clarify, in California, um, living the high life. Anyway, so. Um, yeah, we uh, yeah we went to the pub soon after, and that was that I think was we, went, we went for a sandwich, as I remember. Oh, we did go for a sandwich, and you told me um, um, that your partner at the time was a was a linguist. That's right. I remember. Yeah. yeah, and then we had a conversation about that, and then we went to the pub. And we I think we got quite wrecked, actually. Didn't you yeah. get stopped by the police that night, Steve? I did get stopped by the police that <laughs> tell night. <laughs> tell me again and you tell everyone else why you got stopped okay, by well the police. Okay, well, the thing Steve. is, when you move, for anyone that is, uh, is, is a, a UK resident and you move to the US, it's, it's very much a, you know, a country co- divided by a common language. And you get there and there's all these kind of funny things going on and, and, and strange road signs. And one thing they don't like doing in the States, like they have this concept of jaywalking, right? So this is just, you know, not crossing at appropriate places. We don't really have that. I'm from, you know, from the suburbs of London where people just kind of walk wherever they're going. People just generally walk less. In the US, you they mean. don't like to walk to yeah. get to places. They get in their cars. Yeah. It's a cliche, um, but in most of the US, I think it's true. In m- some of the main cities, less so, like 
New York, San Francisco. Yeah, so, so for anyone that doesn't know, so, um, Stanford University is in a, a like it's in the Bay Area, which is about thirty miles south of San Francisco. And it's like Stepford Wives. Very much so. Yeah, very of kind of. Well, I was going to say conservative, but they're liberal. But they all just act like kind of like middle America garden houses. Yeah, good jobs. White picket fences. Everyone kind of is it's white apart S- from SUV. Them, the Mexicans who come to clean clean their houses and do their gardens. Exactly. So I think we've painted we've painted a rich picture of <laughs> the environment. So but I, none of what I've said is untrue. No, that's it, true. You know, sue me if you like. Um, so so we met and we decided to go to the pub like any Englishman, two Englishmen should, and we decided to go to the. There's an English pub in Palo Alto called the Rose and Crown. Is that where we went? That's where we went. Yeah. Oh, I thought we went to another one. No, no, no. We definitely went to the Rose oh and Crown. Oh right, okay. And uh, so I I lived in the the, vi- the next vi- like town along called Menlo Park, which is about I don't know probably about a mile. Would you say something like that? Yeah. So I mean, they're all in in that part of. Um, the Bay Area, all of the suburbs are ar- arranged on this peninsula of land and San Francisco's at the top and then each suburb sequentially is arranged in a long row and then you've got Palo Alto and just a bit north of it you've got Menlo Park. Yeah, so I was, um, so I decided to walk the 20 minute walk or something, you know. It was a, lo- it was a lovely evening uh, as it, as is, is, is every day in, in, in the Bay Area. Uh, so I walked from where I lived in Menlo Park to Palo Alto which involves walking along the main road and at some point during that main road, the the path ran out, or the sidewalk, as our American cousins would say. And uh, I carried on walking because there was just, you know, there's just mud by the side of the road, which oh seems like. Oh dear, Steve, I think you made a mistake. Well, exactly. America <laughs> is very much a country of rules. I uh, I would say there's everyone kind of, you know, everyone wears the right clothes to do the right activity, and everyone like has a uniform, and everyone, you know, it seems hundred percent true. Ticking boxes, you don't, you can't ticking. do, you can't do things in parks which would be normal in England. Like you have couldn't, a beer, you couldn't instance. have a can of beer with your picnic. You'd, you'd get handcuffed and thrown in a police cell. Yeah, so anyway, I'm walking on the mud, and uh, the blues and twos turn up, and the the Palo Alto police pull me over, and they, uh, you know, kind of say, "What are you doing, sir?" Obviously, it's like my first couple of days in the States, so I'm, you know, like, I didn't know what's going on. It's quite intimidating being in that environment. <laughs> and uh, so the guys get out with the guns and the, you know, the big flashing light and the and the squad car, and they're like, where are you going? And I said, oh, I'm going to, I'm going, I'm, I'm going over there. And I pointed in the direction where I was walking toward, and I said, where have you come from? And I turned back and looked the other way and said, I'm from over there. So you were in between the two places. Exactly, where, yeah. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> you know they, they they very quickly they they said you know you can't walk by the you can't walk along the road like because there's a path on the there's a sidewalk on the other side of the street uh, so I was supposed they to were cross telling over. you you had to cross over yeah. so they they thought you were in contravention of something. they thought they were they, I think they were about to give me a ticket and then they realised that I just put on my very m- most humble British accents and said oh, I'm terribly I'm I'm sorry, sorry. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, they were like, and, and they yeah, bought so it, yeah, yeah. And then so then I went to, uh, so I was, you know, you're quite high on adrenaline when the police stop you, particularly in a new country, and you know. So then I arrived. So what did to the you pub. go? What did you go and do? Drown my sorrows over a beer, tra- chatting to you. Oh, this. Oh, right. Okay, this was on the way to the pub, not the yeah. way back. I yeah. thought you'd on the way home, pit drunk, and then you, you got stopped by the police, and you had to go back. To no, 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 no. I just had to cross the street and uh, walk a little right, bit further yeah. on the wrong side well, of the road. I'm glad you, um, I'm glad you did what they told you, because it could have turned out totally different. If you'd got a ticket, you could have exactly. been in police cell. That would have been the end of it. You got could deported. Yeah, we wouldn't be sitting here today but we talking are. about the paper. The that paper. We started Look at that segue. Writing. Look at that segue. <laughs> we started writing 
six, professional journo, six like years ago. Yeah, so we should say, so, so I think this is a really good opportunity to do a bit of a, a, a podcast arc, right, for all the podcats out there. I don't know what you're talking about. What's well, so, so maybe this might become a sequential thing about the paper. So at the moment we're in the, the planning stage of the paper and then we're going to, you know, with the, with the writing up of the paper and then we're going to try and submit it to a, to a journal and then see what happens and we can kind of give people reports along the way. What do you think? Okay, well, um, yeah, yeah, <laughs> sounds reasonable. So we started writing it. What? So, w- so we should explain explain how you write. What What's the point of a scientific uh, research article? And a, well, that's what we mean when we say the word paper. Yeah, yeah. So, so, so are you going to do that, oh, Steve? No, okay, I thought you. You were want me to? Yeah. Oh well, we did some experiment. We were in the lab, right? So, and I'm not going to. I don't think I'm going to introduce exactly what we did. But I'm a biologist, and Steve's a chemist. So we're we're working on. Um, like how certain types of uh, proteins interact with cells. So our bodies are all made up of cells. A lot of things that we try to use as drugs, we we inject into our bloodstreams or we take them as a pill. And you want to find out how that drug interacts with cells. So it does something Mm -hmm. and then you get, I don't know, you get better or something happens. So we were doing those experiments and basically... um, we put this uh, this type of molecule on a on a cell, um, and we watched it because you've got a microscope, Steve, haven't you? Yeah, so, so you can watch things happening. Yeah, so I think you know Nick and I got talking down the pub, and we uh, prior to this, and we just kind of got in- interested in what we, what we were both researching, and we tried to kind of come up with some an interesting collaboration, and that's quite a lot of how a lot of kind of important scientific discoveries. Um, uh, are made sometimes, so we thought. Y- you know, I think we were already talking about Crick and Watson. Already, we were. Yeah, right. we thought we're going to be like Crick and Watson. Well, I don't think we're going to be that famous. Well, we thought we might. You're going to be James <laughs> Watson. You're going to. No, no, I'm not. Definitely Crick. <laughs> no, I'm Crick. No, Shotgun I'm Crick. Crick. I don't want to be Watson. <laughs> <laughs> he's not. He, he's a bit of a. He's, he's a racist. Yeah, he is. A, he is actually a racist. A proper racist. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so uh, so we decided to do some experiments together. Um, and what we did is we took some of Nick's uh proteins that he's looking at, which are responsible for some. For many things in the body, but they've been shown to promote wound healing. Is that right, Nick? Uh, yeah, we were looking at it for a variety of reasons. Lots yeah. of lots of different tissues, but it was more generally interesting. It could be applied to like healing wounds or making your bones heal faster, that sort of thing. Right, and so what we did is we put a little tag on some of those molecules and we put them on some cells. Little shiny tag. A little shiny tag. A little shiny tag. Yeah, nice voice, a, Steve. I know. Um, and uh, yeah, so we put them on a cell and uh, and then we watched them move about. And we did, yeah, uh, and, and you could see them moving about, which is very cool. And that's pretty much all we did. That's and then, <laughs> and then we sat on it for six. And then six years later, years. we're here. So basically, um, <laughs> yeah. In short, we 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 had other things to do. I think that that's fair life, to say. Life gets in the way. Life moved it? on. We had other things to do, and it kind of went on the back burner. And it was actually a little bit confusing, to be honest. We weren't quite sure how to interpret it. But more recently, some data has come to light some from data. another publication. Which kind of makes it a bit more interesting. So, for that reason, we think people be interested in reading it, don't we? we That's so, why yeah. you write. But also, papers. actually, going back and uh, kind of going over some of the data, it's actually I was actually we got good data, and I think you should publish you was, good data. You were surprised about how good you were in the past. I was and how, giving myself how a, dreadful a, you are in comparison. Exactly, <laughs> I, I was giving myself a, a, a pat a pat on the back um, uh. to 2009 Steve, who was oh. doing an excellent job in the lab. <laughs> Unfortunately, 2016 Steve is not so good. No, so what Steve Steve and I have done this morning is we uh, we just sort of sat around looking at um, uh, figures, so graphs and things like that. 
and some pictures and also some of Steve. Steve makes lots of videos, always exciting. Some videos and um, basically some sort of arranged them on a piece of paper. Yeah. And thought, well, what does that look like? And then we, we wrote a bit and we we drew it and then we sort of just stopped, didn't we? We, yeah, we got so hungry and went for lunch and we're going to pick it up again in, what, 2022 is the next that's meeting? That's right, yeah, that's how we do it. Yeah, <laughs> leapfrogging through time. <laughs> no, we're not going to do that. We're, we're going to be on it this time. So, you know, if we'll let you know more about it. As it yeah, and so I think, you know, the idea of, so, so what you do with the paper and one of the things you try and do is you try and package up all of the experiments you do into a kind of story. And it's a little bit like a storytelling process because you're constantly doing experiments and every so often you have to kind of write up those discoveries. Yeah. Um, and I think this is a, this is a, our go at kind of packaging up some of these experiments into a story. Um, and so the way you do that is you, you know, we've been working on some figures. Um, uh, you decide where, what journal to send it to. Uh, there's lots of different journals, uh, scientific journals, and they all undergo peer review. Uh, and so we're kind of in that. And so depending on what journal you want to send it to, some are for a broad readership and some are for less, for a more technical audience. Um, you and some of them are just places where you send stuff that kind of won't flush down the toilet. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> the six-year turd. That's what... <laughs> so, um, no, the, but in I'm I'm joking, of course. Uh, this we actually think this is very interesting. It's very good. But I'm um, proud yeah, of it. yeah. So um, yeah, we'll see how we get on. Keep keep tabs on us. Yeah. So hopefully, uh, but next time we do a podcast, we'll be a little bit further on having the draft of the paper all done, and then we can submit it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, uh, yeah. Definitely. Steve, do you know something's been annoying me this week? Really, Nick? What's been annoying you? It's to do with Brexit. Brexit. By the time people listen to this, maybe it's be done and dusted. We better get out quick. <laughs> we should do, yeah. But I, I mean, regardless, I'm I'm getting slightly. Um, oh, I feel a bit bad for saying this. I'm getting tired of earnest scientists being overly enthusiastic about remaining in the eu so you think science so so there, there was a big article in the times 150 uh, fellows of the royal society all signed a document wanting to state saying that it would be bad for uk science if we left uh europe yeah and look i don't want to conflate that with the my own feelings on the matter mm. i mean i'm very much pro remain but you just hate people's enthusiasm oh i just don't like it when people you know they're all kind of like over-the-top enthusiastic, you know, being really kind of like um, belittling of people who are maybe want to suggest we should leave. And they take some kind of like huge moral high ground just right. because they're scientists and they think that this is the, you know, it's the yeah, best so thing they, ever They spend their ages, spend ages looking down a microscope they've and clearly, they're all their expert politicians. They've clearly never been involved with the bureaucracy of an EU grant, for instance. No. Have you ever been involved I with have, them? Yeah. Have you reviewed them? I have reviewed them, yeah. Oh, my God. God it's almighty. a lot. It's a lot of paperwork. Mm. But anyway, so they go on. Basically, there was there's one guy I saw on Facebook, and he's he's doing this like really long YouTube kind of video talking about it, and it's kind of like almost as amateurish as this this podcast. Nothing could be that bad. <laughs> and he just goes on and on, and you know what? There's not even a smidgen of of like 
humour or wit or anything like that. It's just, just, it's just, just talking doling about smug, out... Smug. It's the smugness that's annoying you, isn't it? It's the, it's it's the, the general s- level of scientific smug. smug. It's really <laughs> smug, and I found it irritating. That's really been winding me up this week. Right. Yeah. Well, that's it. That's what's been annoying Nick this week. <laughs> it's a short one. Hey. <laughs> So, Steve, did you see in the news this week that they're trying to grow organs in pigs? This week in science, huh? Yeah. Uh, I, no, I haven't. It was on Panorama. Yeah, I don't. I don't have a. I don't have a TV. You do. I can see well, it. I, it's not plugged into the. Doesn't receive signal. Well, why have you got a TV then? Because well, I bought a TV. <laughs> <laughs> why don't you just get a signal? Where is like, there's no aerial point in this room. Really? So yeah. people in this flat can't have telly? No, because t- I told you there's a TV room in the college. So the point is you go and chat to other people. You can't have a telly in your room? You can, but you just can't have an aerial. What? Yeah. That's insane. Yeah, I know. It's annoying, isn't it? Oh, my God. Anyway. I don't know how I'd keep up with, with watching Bargain Hunt. I watch it every day. and well, you, you can get the iPlayer, but... Yeah, but it's not the same. You, you like to watch it. Yeah, I do. But anyway, so it was on Panorama. It's been in the news. It's been going on for a while. So explain to me, I don't know anything about this. So, so well, to be honest, Steve, I have to be honest that right. I don't know the ins and outs of it. So I'm not going to be able to inform. But people so they've it. they've done this, or are they proposing no, to they're do doing this, it. or they they're doing it? They're doing it, and the idea generally is that you um you have um we've got an organ shortage. We do right, and it's really hard to grow replacement organs because you can't you just can't do it you have to wait for someone to die mm-hmm. if you need a heart and lung transplant you need a liver transplant we do some things right we can do valve like heart valves and things oh yeah yeah so i'm talking about whole organ right, transplants okay okay so there's no odd th- well you can get mechanical hearts but you can't have one forever yeah lungs certainly not yeah um kidney sometimes you can have a relative because you can do without you've got two kidneys liver mm. you you know you if your liver fails you need to have a transplant yeah um brain Brain. brain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you don't can't have a brain. Can't have a brain transplant. Maybe one day. You sound you like Carl Pilkington now. <laughs> but anyway, so but they what they were doing was they're trying to, and I, I think it's I like the principle. It's a good idea. They're using they want to use the pig as kind of like a giant the human pig. organ incubator. Right. So to grow. Right. So that's so the pig's got its own heart, but it's growing a a, a human heart as well. Is it? Yeah. So there's been taught in the past. People have talked about. Well, maybe we could y- transplant actual pig organs into people. Yeah. Um, and I think it may have even actually been tried right. in really severe circumstances. Uh-huh. Um, you know, when the person's going to clearly die anyway. But there are significant problems because you're, you know, it's an organ of a different species. Indeed. Rejected. Um, so what they're proposing to do is kind of like make pigs, which are kind of like have humanized organs. Right, and the way that they're doing it is by making chimeric pigs. Have What's you heard of a chimera? I I have heard of it, but can you explain it? So to me? a chimera is a Greek monster, and it's made up of I think I can't quite remember, like part goat, part snake, part lion. Right? Someone will correct me if we tweet you or something. Correct yeah. me if I'm wrong. But anyway, it's a mixture of things. Why do I get shit? Because you fucked up. Because I don't. Uh, you're more tweety than me. No, that's true. But the two fair, that's not very it. difficult. <laughs> No, everyone's more tweety than you. Oh. Tweety as well. The fact you call it tweety. Yeah. Anyway, anyway. Um, yeah. So chimera. So you can make a chimera by uh, 
um, you use it in biology. You make them all the time. Biologists do. So, what, give an example of a chimera that we'd use in biology. Okay, so um, you have a mouse. Okay, a white I don't, mouse. But yeah, that'd be good if I did. I'm, yeah. I'm talking hypothetically, okay. Steve. One, one, one has the mouse. mouse. Okay. God, what is this? I'm in the royal family now. Well. All right, you got, got a mouse. Got a mouse. So what you can do with a mouse is you can take types of stem cells called embryonic stem cells, and you can take the embryo of a white mouse, so it's a very early embryo, just a couple of days after the sperm's fertilised the egg, and you can squirt in stem cells from a brown mouse. When right. the mouse is implanted, the mouse, you know, that embryo, you can put it back in mummy mouse, and, and the then eventually the a, a small baby will be born, and the mouse that's born will be half composed or partially composed of brown mouse cells from the ones you injected, mm-hmm. and partly composed of white mouse cells. So what does that from ma- mouse look like? Do they sh- are they yeah. chopped down the middle or are they patchy? They're patchy, right. right? And the reason they do often do it with brown and versus white is there's something else going on. So you've put something into the brown right. thing that you're interested in, right. like a gene or something. Yeah. So you can you can fluorescent marker or something. Exactly. Right? Yeah. yeah. So you end up with a patchy mouse, and it's composed of two different um, organisms. Right. right. So what they're proposing to kind of do is to take pig embryos and they're injecting human cells into the pig embryo. Right? So Ooh. so they inject them into the embryo. So so this works in in mice and uh, kind of those kind of level animals all the time. So there's no t- there's no technical hurdle to overcome to do this. It's, well, an, no, e- it's an ethical one. Is no, that, no, there is, is because in the m- in the m- in the mice experiments they're mm. all uh, mouse on mouse. Right, we love a bit of mouse on mouse action. <laughs> the biologists love. Oh mouse yes, on. but anyway, so it, that's that's fine. But if you're trying to do it in a cross-species way, it it, it there are difficulties with it. Mm. So this research, I I would say, is at an early stage. Right, and what they're trying to do specifically is to grow the, the cells that they're putting in. They want them to turn into human um, pancreas cells. Right, the pancreas is an organ in your body makes insulin. So if you have type 1 diabetes these cells die you make no insulin therefore you're dependent on insulin for the rest of your life to control your blood sugar what they're trying to do here is they inject the stem cells in which are going to which are human but they're only but they restricted they've done some genetic jiggery pokery so that they they only restricted to turning into one tissue type so the aim is that you you have a pig which is pig like apart from cells in its pancreas, which are human. But it's still in the pancreas of the pig. It doesn't have its own pancreas and then a human pancreas stuck No, inside. no, it's, it will, because this is where my knowledge is lacking and right. I, I, you know, I, I have to read the papers, but basically they can switch on and off genes and they're using a technology called CRISPR, yeah. Cas9 technology, which, which is fascinating. Yeah, well, I th- maybe we'll come to that we in should another do, we should podcast. Do one on, we should do one do on a Christmas. Christmas special I, it's, it's quite it's interesting. A, it's, I predict that's going to be a future Nobel yeah, Prize. Yeah, but it's it's basically, well, certainly, yeah. it's a way to switch on and off genes. So they're using that to switch on and off genes so that they can grow organs in a pig. So ultimately, what you might end up with is a pig farm in which organs, human organs, are being farmed. So what do you think about that, Steve? It's quite... Um, it's quite uh, um, Machiavellian, isn't it? Just like that, we just we're just sneaking in, so's sneaking into the. So's bacon. <laughs> <laughs> and that you're right. You're right. I stand corrected. <laughs> right. It's perfectly fine. <laughs> you're right. Well, they did actually. Uh, so I listened to it on the on the radio as well on the Today program. They had a uh, a discussion between um, a scientist dude and a, a sort of ethical animal dude, mm-hmm. and that was the scientist. So scientist. it's the same as bacon. 
he yeah, he just says we have bacon butty for breakfast, so you know, one and, and the argument, argument for the, 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 the argument. but the argument the argument from the animal guy was that we we shouldn't be using more this will lead to the use of more animals. And I'm like, cool, but why don't you you be better off trying to persuade people to become vegetarians? I mean if you could p- persuade or, or, one or more, in, more people to become donors. And that was another of his arguments. Mm. Totally valid argument, which mm. the scientists supported. Mm. But anyway, so... Um, wow, that's yeah, incredible. It's so interesting. It's, it's exciting, right? So so it might mean that if you, some of your one of your loved ones is is ill, they can have a, a human kidney or something, but grown in a pig. Absolutely. I'm not sure like what uh, certain religions would make of that. Jews it does, and it does, I don't think Muslims. that's probably in the Bible about crass... Uh, yeah, but they don't. You can't, you can't do stuff with pigs and... In, um, in, oh, that's in, interesting. So, a what in Judaism? And because you do it from, you do it with a monkey. Probably, yeah. I think you could. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's, it's, that's religion for I you. Let's not talk about religion indeed. now. Save it. Save <laughs> it for later. But <laughs> no, um, but no, yeah, basically. So that's what I, they were doing. So I think my kind of initial response is it does seem a little the the kind of the emotional response to that idea does seem it does seem a bit dark and a bit sinister, right? But but, it's but you're, not right, you're right. World, if you it? just apply those same levels of logic that we harvest animals for food every day and that's fine i think you're right yeah no totally so the other the other fear that you have me at so's bacon (laughs) those those the other the other the other simple letters the other um uh the other fear that people have got is people are saying what if the cells go in the brain the pig cells what if the human cells go in the pig brain make the pig brain that's not how biology works right you'd have a pig You'd have a human stuck in a pig's body. Well, yeah, he might not be able to speak. Be like locked in syndrome. Forever. Like locked in, in and you'd pig. never be able to. You've got locked in syndrome in a pig. All I can do is snuffle around in the dirt. No, you can still c- do you think you can still control your pig hands? And uh, well, I don't. I mean, to me, this it's is ridiculous. A ridiculous yeah. <laughs> but you know, if you've got humanized pancreas, I mean, you could technically maybe have some kind of humanized brain. So you could have like because human super pig. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine that. Oh this might my be God, Steve. This might be what happened with the dinosaurs. This is like, yeah, this is like the start this of is a like, zombie apocalypse. Yeah, it'd be it? like, and it'd be like in Animal Farm because the, the pigs took yeah, over exactly. there. Oh, oh, isn't that exciting? <laughs> how, how, uh, you know, prophetic was that? Yeah. So um, super pig. But yeah, so it's very honestly, I, I don't think we can we we can't top super pig as a podcast. I think it's a good place to stop. <laughs> okay, Steve. Yeah. All, All right. right. Great. Well, um, Steve, thanks for joining me here in your house. You're welcome. Thanks you, for being here. You live in. Uh, well, thank you for coming to the science shed. Oh, that's quite all right. Should we go and um, there's a bit of shelving that I was hoping to sand down. It doesn't quite fit flush on the wall. Yeah, Will you help me with that? Yeah, we can use my uh, router. Have you got a router? Of course, everyone's got a router. Okay, let's go and do that, Steve. All right, bye. Bye. Bunsen, Dolly, Internal, Why do we need Petrick, Oscar, Isaac, Transplanting? Hello, everyone. Uh, Thanks for listening to the Science Shed. Uh, This is just a final thing to say that um, actually, if you go onto my Twitter feed, uh, which is uh, at Steve the Chemist, we're going to upload video of some of the experiments that Nick and I were talking about in terms of looking at the uh, the little shiny tags, the little molecules moving around on a cell. So we're going to show you 
a video, a fluorescence video of individual protein molecules diffusing on an insect cell surface, um, which is actually part of the experiment we're going to um, submit as part of our paper. So hopefully you like it. Um, hopefully uh, you think it's as beautiful as I do. Um, uh, let us know what you think. Great. Thanks. See you next week. Bye.